All right, sorry guys, my internet got uh, got restarted on me, so blame the host. The host freaking uh, ruined that crap right there. So uh, uh, I apologize because you know I suck. Pause. Um, <laughs> so yeah, anyways, uh, we were just talking about you know the Smash Trinity, all the allegations stuff that's going on. You know, I hope that so, like I just hope that you know. Well, first of all, my heart goes out to all the victims that go through all this. Uh, this terrible situation right now you know what i mean i don't think any i don't think gaming is a place for you know people to be doing rapes and all that type of stuff because i mean it just hurts the community right there because once you have that one jerk that will do something and all of a sudden it's gonna be like oh see told you the community was like that like and you know i'm pretty sure there are more good people than bad people out in the, in the community but i mean i think the the worst part is, is it's the uh the star players that are, that do it because they're like they're seen as the old hero, the big guy, the big shot. They can do no wrong. Now seeing them do this, it's like, oh well, um, we gotta start a new sleep. We gotta like start start from scratch almost to make this community better. Because I mean, this stuff's been going on for a while, so I mean, it's gonna be a, a take some time for you know this community to get back up on its feet and running i mean grant they'll still create contact and, and like you know they'll still have more dlc fires it just comes down to the tournaments the tournaments like what are you going to do about that that's what really, that's that's really going to hurt them the most in my opinion yeah and like it, it it's a shame because uh this has been like things have been happening for quite some time uh now I could be misremembering, um, so I apologize to anyone who's like a massive Alex19 fan if I am wrong about this, but like I'm pretty sure back in 2015 or like 2016, one of like the major tournament hosts, his name was Alex19, was like caught, he was caught in uh, like having sex with an underage girl, I think, or maybe like harassing her or something like and like so that's been going on for a while and it's it's just a shame because like like you said some of them are young i think captain zach was 16 or 15 um and like it even affects like some bigger people like uh one of the people i follow uh sleepy kokiri she's esam's girlfriend i think she even she was talking about being uh harassed or abused or something so it's it's a shame it's really a shame yeah like i said i hope you know they can start off on a clean slate um because i still play this game while well, i was playing it last week and god man i'm so rested at the game is not even funny but uh like i said i hate to see a game that i love just go down to shits because of you know some of some assholes Grant, I mean, like I said, it's been quiet for so long. That's where you know people will lose their trust on that. When they have something's been going on for so long, and no, and they don't do nothing about it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> so, so, uh, so now we can move on from that. So on a, so now we get to like the lighter news. So also, Jesse, uh, me and Corey talked about um, Xbox Series X having their their uh, reveal for the first party games and it's legit it's gonna happen on july 23rd and me and core were both saying this is nothing against microsoft 
we I'm going to well, I don't know if he hates them. I don't hate them, but I do. I absolutely despise Microsoft, <laughs> but well, you know, Corey hates no. everybody. Like, okay, Corey I, despises- I, I, <laughs> I am so cynical towards all video games. It, it's you know, normally this would be the part where people would be like, no, I don't hate everything. No, I hate everything. <laughs> you watching too much Sterling. I am watching too much Jim Sterling. <laughs> no, seriously, Corey goes from the most annoying kid to growing up to be like, I hate everything. Like, that's a quick, that was a quick event. Like, Corey loved everything as a kid. Now he's like, I hate, I hate all you people. I hate everybody. Don't talk to me. But I don't hate Microsoft. I don't. But me and Corey both agree that we don't see how this reveal is going to do them any good. Honestly, because granted, the PS5 reveal wasn't anything special but it was a lot of um first party games to look forward to xbox series x i don't see anything because with xbox one i think the reason why this the series did not do not series the uh, would not do well is because there wasn't enough first party games that made me want to that made me want to get the game and not only that before they released they're like oh yeah need to have internet on 24 7 can't borrow your friends games it does all about the sport, this, that, and the third. So it already had like a lot of negative publicity before the system even came out. So it was kind of already screwed from the start. So maybe the Xbox Series X can, you know, redeem itself. Cause I do kind of, I do think as though it could be like, you know, an intense situation. Situation, what I mean by that is that how you have the um, Wii U, that didn't do that, do that very well. And then they had the Switch. Switch did a great job, so the town's back on the back on the right track. Whereas Xbox Series X, I feel still they have another system that flops. I'm not saying Microsoft is dumb, but it's like they're digging themselves in a bigger hole where they won't be able to get out of. So, but before I go on, like, tell us what your thoughts are before this upcoming reveal, because like I said me and Corey, we don't really see a positive going on from this. I mean, you might have maybe like one or two games, but like. They gotta like deliver out the parlor. Like, they gotta make people feel like, oh wow, PS5 got, got nothing on this. Oh, oh. I'm sorry if you heard me go, oh, you froze and the mic cut off for a second. And I got scared that your internet went out again. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd say that Microsoft's gonna be dead. Um, no, definitely not. Because I hate the term like hardcore gamers, but I think there's enough casual players that they only really care about Call of Duty and, and the sports games that they're just going to buy the Xbox anyway. Um, that it doesn't necessarily matter that Xbox really doesn't have a first party lineup because so many gamers are just in it for Call of Duty and the sports games. Well, I mean, um, they did say that first-person shooter games are better on the uh, three, uh, better on the Xbox controller. But I mean, I mean, yeah, you're. Anyway, go on. I, I don't want to cut you off. Go on. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So, I like I said, I wouldn't say that it's going to be dead if they don't have good first-party games. But no. it definitely would make it so that I would want to buy the system even less. Well, also, it'll affect the sales too, because you don't, my thing is, you don't want to spend your hard-earned time, months, years, into a system 
that doesn't sell very well. Like, I mean, yeah, we have cross play now. I feel as though, you know, people are more friendly than what they were back then. But at the end of the day, they're still competitive and they don't want they want to do better than Sony and Nintendo. So I just feel so they don't do enough first party games for the Xbox Series X. It's gonna be like like I said, they're not gonna be dead, but it's like I can't be excited for a Microsoft system because 360, a lot of great games on that system, a lot of first party great games on that system. Xbox One, there's only like maybe two games I want on that system. And Xbox Series X, like what, what I'm gonna get from what, what I'm gonna get? I don't know. New Halo, mm-hmm. Gears of War. Like Yeah. I don't know. Well, see, maybe they'll they'll come and surprise us with with a bunch of new first person IPs. Or I I think I heard that Xbox either might be or did purchase something with WB Games. Oh yo yo that's right yeah no that's right so yeah. maybe we'll see uh, Mortal Kombat or some DC character game be exclusive that might um oh if I mean I mean that. I know Corey doesn't like Netherrealm but dude. I'm not gonna lie. I would hate for for them to buy Netherrealm, and now I gotta buy an Xbox Series X just to buy a Mortal Kombat game. When it's like or a PC or P, or PC, oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're basically porting every single game that they make over to PC. Yeah, that's right. Or I guess I should say publish. No, you're right. You're right. No, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, like that will. Uh, I will be concerned about that. Now, granted, that'd be that'd be good for Microsoft, you know what I mean. But like, when it comes to fighting games, like that's the other reason why I got a PS4 because a lot of the fighting games were only out for PS4 to switch, but majority of them were on a PS4. Like Xbox One, I didn't really care for about buying a fighting game on, on that system. Now, if Warner Brothers could perhaps buy. I mean, not not more. Microsoft perhaps buying them. It's like, ugh. Then I gotta buy, like. I, Another one, I'm not gonna lie. If if there is an Xbox, if Xbox Series X had a Mortal Kombat game and it was only for that system, then yeah, I probably would buy it. I'm not gonna lie, because I love the Netherrealm games a lot. So that would be a reason. Not it's not the best reason to buy it, but I mean, I just I said, I'm not trying to sound selfish or anything like that. Well, maybe I am, but like I just don't want that to happen. I don't want to have to buy, force myself to buy a system where I'm only gonna buy like maybe like three or five games. Like you said, maybe they'll surprise us. I hope they do. Like I said, I don't want to see them fail. Like I don't want to see. I don't, I don't want to see any any company fail. Well, EA, I care less about EA. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just think that the pressure's on them. Like PS5, they revealed their price, kind of putting the pressure on Microsoft. But okay, what do we do? What do we do? Like they gotta see the do's and don'ts from the um, PS5. I think long term, if Xbox was the, uh, you know, really pulled off with first party games, honestly, I would almost say that it, I mean, it might seem counterintuitive, but it's almost good for PlayStation users too. Um, Because competition like this is something that always is good for the consumer, because then it's going to push Sony to do better, to make better first party games. Does that make sense? Like, if Xbox starts really kicking into high gear with their first-party games, Sony's going to realize, oh, crap, we don't have that advantage. We have to make better games. So, I mean, I can kind of see, we'll see. Where you're coming, I can see where you're coming from, but I just feel as though 
the catalog that Sony has for first party compared to Microsoft, I just think it's have yeah. so many. Like, like I said, we think about we think about Microsoft. What are the first party games you think about? Halo. Like Halo, like like two games. <laughs> what would you yeah, say? Wars, uh... I know Killer Instinct too, but that's not like real big. I think. Like, but, have, but, like, oh, like that. But for so you can go off and say like Ratchet and Clank, Dax, Uncharted, Little Big Planet, uh, Horizon. Granted, that's 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 kind of new generation. Okay, okay, let's go further back. Let's go to like P- PS One, um, Rapper mm-hmm. the Rapper, God of War, Killzone, Sly Cooper, like an Ape Escape. Like we, the catalog, the catalog is huge, and Microsoft, it's like. Yay, shoot game, shooting games, bang, 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 Halo, which I still love. I love Halo, by the way. Uh, Gears of War, yay. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't think of a whole lot of first-party games for Microsoft. I, I just don't. I really don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So, yeah, but we'll see. I'll de- we'll, what day, what day is July 23rd? Now, let me check. Uh, that's on a Thursday, so probably most likely be working that day. So I'll probably watch it the day after. When it's like, oh, post they're they're posting all these images. I'm like, God dang it, man! I, I want to uh, get an actual first reveal without you know being spoiled, spoiled. But anyway, speaking of Sony, I hope you guys read the article when I said said you that Sony buys 250 million stake in Fortnite, aka Corey's favorite game. Uh-huh. <laughs> like. I was like, I don't care about Fortnite. I really don't care for it. Like, it just wasn't my, my thing. Now, Corey hates it. Like, I like, can't like, stand it, but it's like, for a really petty reason. It, it's very petty. I mean, hey, if you, if you want to talk your shit, speak, speak your truth. Speak your truth. Uh, I just, I. Really feel, Corey. What? Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I worked at GameStop for a little bit, and. Yeah. Counter to most stories that people say where they talk about how it's a nightmare working at GameStop, I had a really good time working at GameStop, but I was also like low on the totem pole, so I didn't really get hit with all of the crap. You heard it here most... first, folks. GameStop is not a bad place to work at. Heard it from Corey the man. Oh, no, that's not. That's not at all He's what I'm saying. He's making history I, right now. I just happened to get really lucky because... The, uh, the store leader that I worked under and the assistant store leader that I worked under were both amazing people who genuinely put the customer before the company. Uh, and they were they were close with like the, the regional managers and stuff. So they were able to get away with it without getting in trouble. And it was That's really, good. really wonderful. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the one thing that I absolutely hated was just every mom coming in and being like, uh, "Do you guys, do you guys have Fortnite here? Do you have Fortnite?" Because at this time, uh, this was after Fortnite flopped as the like crafting zombie survival whatever, but before Fortnite was like super super massive that they started getting like the it was before the Arctic op or, or Arctic ops expansion or whatever that was. Uh, that got the physical release. So we didn't actually sell Fortnite. So we kept always having to be like, 
uh, Fortnite doesn't have a physical game you can download for free. And it was just like 10 times every single day, people would come in and be like, oh, do you have Fortnite? Do you have Fortnite? And then kids would come in and I'm trying my best to like make the kids smile because I want to be a good worker. But the kids just do not shut up about Fortnite. Wow, I love Fortnite so much. And even at my current job, I work at a comic book store now, but I handle video games there. And a kid comes in and he's looking at N64 stuff and he's like, wow, wouldn't it be awesome if Fortnite was on N64? And I was just like, God, no, shut up. <laughs> I'm just, it's, Fortnite is fine. It's a fine game. I've played it. It's okay. But I'm just... I try not to be the person who hates on things because popular, but I'm just so sick of hearing about Fortnite. Don't the kids remind you of yourself when you're that age? Yes, I absolutely. <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure I used to bug you guys about Banjo Kazooie a lot, and then I bought Ooh. Banjo, I bought Banjo Tooie, and then, w I mean, I still love Banjo Tooie, but I just wouldn't shut up about that game. I know how obsessive I used to be over Devil May Cry when I first started playing that, but that was uh, later. Same thing with like Fire Emblem. Uh, all my best friends could know, or they all could testify for how much I obsessed over Fire Emblem. Though. I'm a I'm person as well, so call me a hypocrite if you want. That's cool, man. I just wanted you. I just wanted you to get your anger out. I just want to get that rage out. Get that rage out. Well, despite all get that, the rage out now so that I can be. Oh, sorry. No, no. What you're saying? Get the rage out now. Get the rage out now so that in the chance where something comes up that you really like and I really hate, I can be polite about it. Yes. Yes. Now, do you guys at least take a, take a look at the article at least? No, you don't have to read the full entire thing, but I mean, the headline kind of says it all pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that I found out was, what is it, 12.9 million or 129 million? Is that what it is? They put that's in 250 million. 250 million. Yeah. So that's actually only 1.4 percent. Yeah, not a whole lot. So people read the millions and they think, oh man, that's a lot yeah. of money. But when we're talking these companies, that's kind of, I want to say, chump chain. You know. More money. I don't think we're gonna really made. see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're really gonna see really any like long-term ramifications to it i'm not uh, really sure what sony's trying to do with it but it's only 1.4 percent it's not like we're going to get fortnite exclusive yeah. on sony playstation no no in the later in the article it did it said that it's not going to be sony exclusive it's just so you know like sony will just have you know interest that you know you know in epic you know maybe they might give a few pointers or whatnot i mean It'll help them if you know Sony Pictures and Sony Music, but it's just yeah, like I said, two fifty million looks like a lot of money. But if you really Man, read the article. Fortnite movie, Fortnite movie. Yo, 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 about the pre-order that shit. Some about the pre-order that. Yo, yo, best video game movie coming out soon in five in five years. 
<laughs> we should take core to see that, yo. Like, yo. Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I will not. I will not what pay Gordon? any money to see that movie. If you guys pay for me. What if Nicolas Cage is in it? Ooh. No. What if Karen Gillan's in it? If Nicolas Dude, you Cage. can't use Karen Gillan on me. If Listen, Nicolas Cage <laughs> in that. Let Nicolas Cage be in that. It's, yo. Y'all need to put respect to Nicolas Cage's name. He is a god. He is the man. <laughs> he is the best actor. Yo, not the, I don't really like switching different direction, but there's a podcast I watch called The Brilliant Idiots. And so basically, you guys hear about that king, like this uh, Tiger King thing on Netflix, Tiger yeah. King or whatever? Tiger? Oh, oh. Tiger. I thought you said Tire. Yeah, Tire, Tiger, Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, so, started watching it and really confused me. Apparently Nicholas Cage is going to play that guy in that movie. And then the other guy was like, we don't care about it because Nicholas Cage is going to be in it. The guy's like, nah, don't talk about the goat, bro. Nicholas Cage is the goat. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, Nicholas Cage is the goat. He is the goat. He likes them bees, yo. Like, God, man, Nicholas Cage is the shit. Like, despite him making some bad movies, he is the man. He is the man. I love Nicholas Cage. I love him. <laughs> no, I listen. I, I love Karen Gillan, but I have not seen either Jumanji movie yet. So I heard they're good. I heard they're good too. I heard they're pretty good. Uh, okay, I thought, I thought, I thought you were talking about the original one. I, I would have been like, "Whoa, what?" Oh, the newer ones. Yeah, I haven't seen a minute. But Karen Gillan is a. I know she's a good, good actress. But like, well, I know from. I mainly know her from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which you know Jesse loves that franchise very much. But, uh, yeah. I like the first one. Oh, okay. I thought, I, the, I thought, okay, so everyone hated on the second movie, or at least said, like, it was a lot more, like, it was very disappointing compared to the first one. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty good, and I don't really like superhero movies. I thought the second one was okay. I like the first one better. But the second mm-hmm. one was okay. And the second one was a lot more funnier than the first one. I'll definitely say that. But uh, yeah, we, we don't want to get like too caught up, too off topic. But I mean, like I said, it's not really a whole lot for uh, Sony and, and um, Sony and Epic. It's just you know, like I said, one point four percent. Like that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like I said you might have Sony just give out their takes about hey, do this and third. So I mean, I guess it's good on Sony making make an investment. But I mean, it's not nothing. Great. Nothing like doesn't jump out the window. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh god, yay! That's a lot of money. Eh, no, not really. Excuse me, not really. Now, I don't, I don't really play this game as well. I mean, Far Cry Six was leaked on PSN, and um, apparently, it's coming out. Um, well, it's supposed to take. There, the full reveal is supposed to be on your birthday, Jesse, but the actual game. Supposed to be coming out and uh, it's launched on February 18th. And you know, the actor that's supposed to be playing the villain, he is um, I can't, I can't remember his name, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I, I, I'm, I apologize if I, if I say that name wrong, but he was a, a very uh, he was a he was on the, the hit series of Breaking Bad, he was one of the villains, and you know. He's an actor and being a video game, I mean, that can sell. A popular actor being in the game, like uh, Keanu Reeves being in Cyberpunk, I mean, that can help sell. (laughs) 
and this might help sell the game too. Now, granted, I have not played any Far Cry games. I have not, so I don't. I don't really know too much on Far Cry. I really don't. Like, as much as I love video games, there's some series where I'm like, yeah, I don't really know much about it. I mean, good series now. I mean, it's at six, so I mean, they're doing something right. So I mean, shout out to Far Cry, you know what I mean? Like, I don't hate. Like I said, I don't hate the companies. I really don't. But anyways, let me, I mean. I think we're all like okay. I don't think you really have too much to say on it. Do you guys have anything to say on it? On it? I feel like a lot of those Ubisoft games, they're to me they all are the same, with very minor differences in in genre. Where a lot of the missions and tasks that you do in Assassin's Creed are the same basic ones that you do in in uh, Far Cry. And so it all lo- it all seems the same to me, except you know Assassin's Creed's third person, you know stealth action, and then Far Cry is a shooter. You know it, it just seems to me like it's a very rinse and repeat. Uh, go climb the towers to get the, the viewpoints, and then go attack the caravan. It all seems the same to me, and I know Far Cry has its fans, but. Um, I don't know, that kind of style of game, I'm just kind of getting sick of. Are we all? What Jesse said, what Jesse said is the polite version of what I'd say. Uh, (laughs) No, get that, no, I said I want that anger out, Corey. Let it out, Paul. No, I I hate Ubisoft. I utterly hate them. I hate Assassin's Creed, which, on on a random tangent, somehow, despite the everyone else i actually enjoy i really enjoyed the first assassin's creed and i played the second one for like four or five hours and i hated it well the um, first one's like I, a classic though they, the first i think these made too many uh, I, I i i checked out of assassin's creed at um revelations uh, was the last yeah, one revelation and that's when it kind of just hit me it's the same game because they, you know, it was cool in Brotherhood that you could summon the other assassins, and then we hit Revelation, and all the new mechanics were just inferior to summoning the other Brotherhood people. It just very incremental increases that I didn't felt warranted me spending sixty dollars every year or two or however often they come out. I just got bored of it. I feel exactly the same way, but I'm also somewhat of a hypocrite because I buy just about every single Arc Systems Works yeah. fighting game, and like, yeah. the, so, like the difference between um, Guilty Gear Excerpt signed to Guilty Gear Excerpt Excerpt Revelator was not that big of a difference. And then, especially from Exert Rev 1 to Exert Rev 2, I understand that it was like an upgrade, but it was still, I think it was still like 30 or $40 to upgrade to Rev 2, and it added two characters. And yeah, then, not, not, a whole, not a whole lot of like, a big difference. So, I, I, I hate Ubisoft so much for, for the fact that like every single game that they put out feels the same with like some exceptions obviously Rayman Legends is awesome um but just like I I for the most part stay away from almost every single like triple A that makes that active 
I understand. Oh God, no, don't tell me I froze again. Don't tell me I froze again. Don't tell me I froze again. No, 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 no. No, I got disconnected again. What the heck? Maybe it was because of border. Oh, okay. Is he okay. back? Okay, I'm back. Okay, okay. okay that was cool. what happened. I have. I don't know. We could hear you saying, "Don't tell me I froze again," and we were going like, "Hey, oh, we can still hear you." But I. Okay, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. So and, <laughs> I'm sorry. Good. So in other words, you hit Ubisoft, and understandably so. I get that. So like, I, I think most AAA companies. I feel like a lot of them has, have gotten very lazy with their game design. Especially, and, especially in today's generation, we just give out half a game. You just want to give out the rest of it as DLC. Well, not just that, but it just feels like they're not really trying to break any new boundaries. Um, you know, if you look at Nintendo, you know, I, don't, I, I think we talked about, about it before, but like Animal Crossing really just feels old and dated. The new one and... It doesn't really feel like they're trying to really push a whole lot of what meeting. I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, just the games don't feel like they're really trying a whole lot to to do new mechanics. They just feel like the same things over and over again. And I think I've gotten more into like third party games more recently. Because they know but, the fans will still buy the game. Yeah, yeah. The trend of the live services, you know. Shipping out now, fix it later. Now, I'm sick of it. Yeah, now speaking of that, now there's a rumor I am taking of a grain of salt. I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not. But uh, apparently, the rumor is that Marvel vs. Capcom 4 and Street Fighter 6 is reportedly in development. And you know, I'll start with Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Now, Marvel vs. Capcom is my favorite fighting game series. Like, like that is like my baby. Like, we talk about my favorite fighting game series. It's that. Like, I, I, well, recent recent games, I'm like, yeah. But like the older games, I was like, I take, I will defend any person that says those series. Like, I will fight truth and nail for that for that uh, franchise. But so. The reason why I kind of halfway believe it is because, well, granted, um, Filipino champ, he's an ex ex employee from Capcom. Well, he's a he's a pro fighting game player, fighting game player, Blah, fighting game player. I said it a thousand times already, but he's he's a bit of an asshole, honestly. But he said that um, he said that there's no hurt for our Christian Minecraft podcast. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Continue. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the later. But anyways, he said Marvel 4 was supposed to be in production already around 2018. With Capcom having supposedly been in contact with Marvel to receive those characters. So Filipino said goes on to say that Marvel had opted out to, to opted out to pursue a sequel, therefore refused to license any characters. Now, um, I'll say this. Uh, they also said that due to the COVID, it kind of did push them back. But the reason why I, I kind of half believe it is because early on when the EVA was announced, they announced that um, 
Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was going to be part of the lineup. So I'm already, I'm thinking like, okay, and it was just revealed that uh, um, did Disney brought out Fox, meaning they're going to back getting the movie rights to X-Men, Fantastic Four, and all those guys. Something like, okay, they just bought them out. So Evo would be the best place, you know, to reveal a new Marvel game. Now, having all said that, all seven, having all said that, that can, I still don't think it's gonna happen. Like, having believes it, having me don't be, don't be because, like I said, I'm a fan of this series, but at the same time, like, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite got a lot of, it's so good numbers, but like, the feedback from the community wasn't all that positive. So I I just don't know if uh, Capcom is like, do you really want to go through that? And quick little, quick little side story. So you know how um, there wasn't any X-Men characters in, in, in Infinite? And they said they were like functions? Mm-hmm. Functions? Yeah. So back in what Marvel... Said... What did you say? Go ahead. No, so, well, back in Marvel 3, apparently... Marvel did not want the X-Men characters on Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is the, which they're the reason why. Cause at the time I um they're going through the things with uh, with Fox and their and their cover and their characters. That's kind of the reason why Marvel didn't have the X-Men characters in Infinite. So they were almost the reason why X-Men characters were not in Marvel 3. So like you kinda look at Capcom, it's like, okay. So it was it wasn't fully your fault. You can say most of it was all Marvel, but still it's like it's it's still both of you, it's it's still both of you guys regardless. But Marvel, you look at Marvel, it's like, oh. So you so honestly, more people should probably more be more mad at Marvel than they than they do or Capcom. Now granted, I don't like them doing Marvel 3, then later that year, Ultimate Marvel 3, which is you know, BS, but having said all that. I'm looking at Marvel and it's like, dang, y'all were some selfish brats back then. So now, with, like I said, with having them own X-Men characters now in Fantastic Four, I think a Marvel 4 will be awesome. But at the same time, though, every time a Capcom release a fighting game, there's always something. There's always an issue with it. Like, it's going to be a problem. So, like, that's where I'm like, okay, is, is it really going to happen? And if it is, I'll be excited, but I probably wouldn't buy it on launch. But I mean, I kind of hope it is in development. That's in the fan of me. I kind of hope that, but I mean, if it's not, I won't lose any sleep over it. Honestly, I'm worried that a another, especially like a, I mean, it's already bad enough that they did this with Street Fighter, but especially with something that I kind of care about in Marvel versus Capcom, I'm worried that Capcom is going to do what they did to Street Fighter Five to this new game because Street Fighter 5 has like it's a good game but it has been an utter mess this entire time oh just so much like they released a a game that was unfinished and have just been charging more and more and more to get a finished product and I'm scared that they're going to do that with uh another Marvel versus Capcom game because that is utterly ripe for, you know, any kind of uh, monetization in that. Um, considering how, since it's a crossover game, they have such a massive pool of characters from both Capcom and Marvel. So uh, I'm scared that it's going to be even worse than uh, 
what Arc System Works did with uh, uh Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Oh no, I I can't, ooh, I can't I can't say it's worse than that because the, the problem for me with Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is that these are re, these are reused character sprites. Yes, and like but, I, I love Arc System Works every inch of my body but cross tag battles kind of awful it, it had the, it had the potential it had like i was honest i can't believe i'm saying this but i was honestly more excited for that game than i was for dragon ball fighters to be quite i honest. was as well though i mean i'm not a dragon ball fan and blaze blue is my favorite fighting game series so obviously i'd be excited for that but I was excited for cross tag battle with every inch of my soul until I heard that it was going to be an auto comboer, and then I was like, "Oh, all right, I'm off this side train." <laughs> but then also I the whole like games these days, I've learned that they're not worth buying on launch. Um, uh, you know, it's it's, it's, it's now to say too. I know it's nine months later. Borderlands Three is like just now getting to the point where it feels like a balanced game uh and it, you know particularly fighters it's you know i really like mortal kombat i enjoyed the story of i think it was nine yeah i, I love number nine story tens was okay but 11 i'm just best, in my opinion what was that 11's the best story in my opinion out of the series yeah i i mean i haven't even played 11 yet but the way I kind of saw it is they're just going to release so many DLC characters. I'd rather just wait for them to be finished releasing everything and then, then I'll get the gold edition, the complete well, edition, you know? I did that with Injustice. And I saved, you know, 30 bucks. I think I paid like 20, 30 bucks for, for the super edition. Yeah. I beat the story, played a little bit, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I would have been really ticked off if I spent all this money on the DLC characters for that. I'll defend him never from in this standpoint. I mean, yeah, you didn't make a legit argument with the whole character thing. And I 100% agree with you on that. But when you do buy them on, on launch, they give you plenty of offline content, at least, to like keep you satisfied. Because you might not be an online player, but they'll still give you like some offline stuff, which I feel is still, in my opinion, in the, this past decade, I feel as though Mortal Kombat 9 was probably the biggest impact of fighting game in that decade is because they went all out on a story mode. We never seen it in a fighting game. And it gave us plenty of offline contact too. And not only that, they upgraded with guest characters. We saw movie characters. We didn't see, we, trust, who are you? Th you would never think that Freddy Krueger was gonna be in, in a Mortal Kombat game. No one would ever mm -hmm. think that. Then we saw Jason, Alien, Predator, Joker, Terminator, yeah. Spawn, Robocop. Like, I feel as though when it comes to fighting games, I know this is going to hurt Corey, but I feel as though when it comes to content, at least, Netherrealms knows what they're doing. Now, when it comes to, you know, the whole DLC thing, that's where, you, you know, it's kind of, you know, a, a mess up situation. But the past Aftermath, which is like the latest DLC, um, the DLC characters were actually part of the story mode. And you don't, and nowadays in fighting games with DLC characters, they're never part of story mode. Where in Mortal Kombat 11, minus the guest characters, they were part of the story mode. So I just feel as though fighting, like fighting, fighting and developer, developers can learn a lot from NetherRealm. That's despite, you know, the DLC thing, but because of content, yeah, listen to them. But you know, well, there are aspects of their games that need to be updated, in particularly animations. Anim 
Animation, it's how it looks. Ah. But their roster, I would say, yeah, you're right in saying they have. I think they have the best. Their Nether Realms does the best job with their guest characters. I mean, just from a DC fan, seeing that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were in Injustice Two got me so excited. Yeah. I mean, they ended up sucking really bad, but I was just excited to play as a Ninja Turtle. I didn't care. I still played Donatello. Exactly. Yeah. For real. For real. But yeah, back to the Marvel though. I mean, I don't know. And I'll say, and I'll say this though, this has to be the game. If they were to make it, this has to be the game where they have to learn from all of their mistakes because if they go through the same BS from past fighting games, no one's not going to be excited for it. Like they're they're kind of be like, okay, you know what? No, granted, they still have the hardcore fans, but you might have fans that's, fans that's going to be like, wow, you know what? I'm done with this because every time I try to give them a chance, like I shoot for, I gave Street Fighter Five a chance. I bought on release date. That game was not ready to be on, was not ready to be released on that February. It, it just it just wasn't like it. Like honestly, Street Fighter Four. I feel so. If you ask people today, people have more fun with Street Fighter Four than they have Street Fighter Five. Uh, so about that. Now I didn't play Street Fighter Four. I played it for eight. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff from a YouTuber called Sayjam, and counter to what you say uh he's been in the street fighter community for quite some time and he was saying that like people always talk about how great street fighter 4 was and how much they enjoyed it and all that kind of stuff but back when street fighter 4 was played everybody talked about how terrible street fighter 4 was and how great street fighter 3 third strike was so i mean oh. i don't street fighter I, I, my, i'm not catching well but street fighter 3 third strike is my favorite it's my favorite street fighter game Despite I suck at that game, that game is very difficult to play. But that's my favorite Street Fighter. Like, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I can, I, I, I do. I don't know. Uh, Street Fighter is not my thing. I like. Yeah, no, honest. I like you, I like. I'm mainly more. I like fast-paced fighting games. And and but here's the sad part, though. Here's the sad part of uh, Street Fighter Five. Now, I know this just. I mean, this was just me though. Um, back in Street Fighter 4 was the shit. It was the last game at EVO. Even after Marvel, people still stayed to watch Street Fighter 4. But when I was at EVO in 2018, um, Street Fighter 5 was the main event, but everybody was there for Dragon Ball Fighters. But as soon as Street Fighter 5 was going on, like, we all, like, left. Like, majority of people left. Mm -hmm. We're like, yeah, we'll leave. Because, you know, like, Street Fighter was just, you know... I say I love Street Fighter. That's what got me into fighting. They hold a special place in my heart. But like, Street Fighter is just not the same. You know what I mean? Like, I give Capcom credit for trying to you know keep on pushing Street Fighter Five, but people are just like you know we're just not we're kind of done with this game. Yeah, you give us this this um, champion edition, but we're just like you know whatever. Like it's not it's not the it's not the main event at Evo anymore. Like I think they lost that title for the past. Like well, granted. 2018 it was the main event, but 2019 it wasn't. It was Smash Bros. Like you can kind of see, you know, Street Fighter going on a downslope right now. You do. Yeah. And it's, it's I I I'm okay with Street Fighter falling. Uh, I I feel like a lot of fighting games don't really get the recognition that they deserve just because they're not Street Fighter. Like I think right now game that deserves as the most recognition is Undernight in birth like that game is yeah absolutely amazing anime fighters do not get do not get enough love 
they do not get it's more really a Japan thing. But I'm just happy to like despite Eva not happening this year, I was very excited to see Undernight make a return. And it did better than and it did better than Blaze Blue. So you already know it's it's on the right path right there. And I said Blaze Blue because Arc System Works is putting all of their eggs into adding more DLC for Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. And that game sucks and they need to abandon it and just make another Blaze Blue game. I get that the whole Ragnar arc is done. Make another Blaze Blue game with now uh I think it's Nauto, right? Is that the the guy who's like Ragna's? Wait, so did, uh, did Ragna die in Central Fiction? Uh, spoilers? Are you? Uh, is the respoiler talk? A respoiler wow, talk? Wow! 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 Because I, I, I kind of I, I saw so I kind of saw the ending. <laughs> I mean, the Blaze Blue plot is a mess. It is. It is. It is, and and it's like it's is kind it more of more than Kingdom Hearts. Yes! Oh yeah, my yes. god, yes! Oh my god! For, for, okay, first of all, okay, the one thing that Arxism needs to do, make a better story. And what I mean by that is like, don't we have me sitting there for hours and hours watching them talk, 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 talk. Good breather. Talk, 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 talk. Okay, let's fight. Talk, 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 talk. I'm, I'm literally like, I, I, I'm surprised I was able to like go through the Blaze Blues not Central Fiction, but like the one before that, Chrono, whatever. I'm surprised. Chrono Phantasma. Yeah, I'm so surprised I went through that story mode. And when I started Central Fiction story mode, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. The, so the issue with Blaze Blue story, at least in my opinion, is that it's trying to tell one story, but tell it from 50 million perspectives. And the other, like, especially, so with the first two games the whole thing was that they were stuck in a time loop so the reason the reason why why it was terrible even though like if you could follow it it was pretty good but it was so hard to follow because basically you play you were given the chance to play everyone's individual story but it wasn't like consistent because they were in a time loop so it was everybody's story was basically like their perspective on the story if they were winning all of the fights so like you'd play Ragnar's story you'd fight Carl and then it would like proceed with the story with Ragnar winning but then you'd play as Carl and it would tell the same story but from the perspective where Carl beats Ragnar it was just a mess but uh, that's I don't even remember how I got on this. Because yeah. well, you, you talk about Blazing Cross. But the one positive thing about Blazing, Blazing Cross Tag Battle, the one positive thing I will say about the game, the roster's awesome. Like, the roster, roster is amazing. Oh, and that it got, I, that kind of, that buys a game, a good roster. Not buys a game, but like, that's part of what makes a good fight game. It's the roster. Yes, I mean, because I love the Persona 4 roster, I love the Undernight roster, I love the Blaze Blue roster, and, well, I don't like Ruby, but I think they make, I think the character designs in Ruby are really awesome, even well, they, though they already up, like, the, the, the Ruby, the sprites were a lot better than, you know, all the other sprites. I thought they would have, like, redid them, but they didn't. But I just wish that Chaos would have been in that game. Like, Chaos would have been awesome. I don't know. I got yeah. I mean, Knuckles too, and Sonic. That would be 
and Knuckles. Now, I got, I basically got all of my mains from all my game. I got Batista, well, I suck it. I, I'm not actually a Batista main, but I, I wish I was. And so I got, I can't play charge characters, so I finally was able to play Batista as not a charge character. And I got uh, Rachel and uh, Yukiko, even though Yukiko is like the worst character in Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. So I don't know. I'm happy with everyone I got. I do, I, I'm not gonna lie, I do like watching the tournaments. I'm not gonna lie, I do like watching the players play on that. But like, other than that though, Blaze Blue, Arkson has a little bit no one to blame but themselves with the, the non-success with that game. They just advertised it all wrong. Like the timing and everything, like I don't want to spend too much time on it, but like the first year at EVO, right? First of all, they should have had all the character, all 40 characters before EVO. The fact that you're gonna go ahead and sit here and say, okay, after the first EVO, we're announcing that all the other characters are coming out the weekend after. It's like, what, really? Then back in February, you announced, okay, we're getting more characters. The uh, Seth, Naito, um, Teddy, and um, the girl from that Arcane Heart or whatever like that. You announced, oh. you announced them in February. They're not released until May. Then, then Evo comes again. They say, "Oh, you're getting Blaze Blue 2.0 in November." It's like, bro, it's already too late. The game's already going to be dead by then. You should have had at least all the characters. You should have had 2.0 at 2019 Evo. So at least you know, maybe save it. Granted, it's already on a decline anyway. But like, you said, you released everything wrong on that. I don't know if Corey will agree with me on that. I no, I completely agree with that. Uh, the the base game should have been the the original like what was it 40 characters yes that should have been launch and then a little bit later is when they should have done 2.0 i mean i still wouldn't enjoy the game because it's still i don't really like auto combos i think persona 4 arena is the only good auto combo but they it would have at least been like i think the game would be wouldn't have like died the way it did but i mean hey at least we got that nazi tank dude i mean that guy's really silly yeah it's <laughs> funny but hey we still got it though i'm, I'm happy but I'm, hey yay happy now i like I, I like the move where merkava grabs the tank and then swings him around above his head <laughs> yeah that's funny now we'll end things on here with Jesse. I guess with Jesse's uh, topic, do you see the um, do you see the um, Kristen Wiggs cheetah um, promo art? Uh, yeah, I clicked it. Let me bring it back up. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely abstract. Yeah. Uh, I don't know really. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look terrible. No, <laughs> it doesn't look terrible. Um, it, it looks- but we'll see. I mean, Sarah loves Wonder Woman. We both really enjoyed uh, the Wonder Woman movie. We've got Wonder Woman stuff for Harper. You know, I'm, we're definitely going to be seeing that movie in the theaters. No, uh, um, it, it looks good. I mean, um, it's, it's definitely better than Justice League. Tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah. And thanks, Brandon, Justice League. Well, actually, speaking of Justice League, apparently Josh Whedon was very uh, aggressive during the, um, during the shooting. I'm, the guy that played Cyborg, he was saying, I forgot his name, but he was saying, you know, um, Ray Fisher. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like that, yeah. It's apparently like Joshin was like very aggressive. It made things uncomfortable to work with him. So... Yeah, he's I, under an NDA, which I thought was very odd that he would... I don't know. It it I just want to know what happened. You know, if if Joss Whedon is uh say a predator of some sort or you know an abuser of some sort. Like I would like to just know, but it almost I don't know, the fact that, that Ray Fisher is under an NDA just kind of me a little questionable on on what exactly had happened on set. Um, because if, if it know. was, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it could be something really bad. It could be, oh, you know, Josh Whedon, he, he didn't give me a sandwich or I don't know. So, like it could be something stupid. It could be something really serious. I don't know. But it just seems odd that he's like, oh yeah, Josh Whedon did something bad, but I'm under an NDA and I can't talk about it. Like I, I understand he's under an NDA, know. but if, you if he, know. if he, something bad like take him to court over it you know yeah. but it just I don't know I mean it, you could just say oh yeah Josh Weed's just a terrible director hey. you know, I don't know what it is you know it, I guess we'll see we'll see, we'll see I think apparently like uh, Ray Fisher said something about like Jason Momoa doesn't like him or something either um, so maybe we'll see some of the other actors and I think the uh one of the stunt doubles for Wonder Woman said, like, conf- kind of was on Ray Fisher's side as well. They didn't really say exactly what, but maybe we'll see some of the cast kind of come out against Joss Whedon. It makes me kind of curious about how how he was during shooting the Avengers a little bit. Grant, I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear anything about. I didn't hear anyone from Chris Evans. Robert Downey, Scarlet. I didn't hear anything from those guys, but maybe it might come into light. Because nowadays in this generation, especially in today's world, if one person says something, the other person might say it. So, it, mm-hmm. like I said, this might not be the first time. It might it might pile up. So, I mean, we shall see. Yeah. And another... And then yeah, we, we might hear the Marvel actors come out. We might hear it. Yeah. The cancer culture is real. Oh. Cancel. Yeah, I I did hear uh, Ray Fisher got his his first gig was with um, Zack Snyder. I think his first gig was either him as Cyborg or him in some other movie or TV show that Zack Snyder made. So I'm not sure if this is him just trying to you know buddy up with Zack Snyder to kind of get him back on Justice League rather than them proceed with Joss Whedon but we'll see it's funny you say that now because a, a buddy of mine she was pretty upset when uh, she heard that uh, Josh Whedon was going to direct the rest of the uh, uh, Justice League Man, I'm like yo why are you mad I'm happy about it he did a good job with, uh, with uh, Justice League but I can see where she was coming from now they're two they have two very distinct opposite uh tones for their movies like if you look at uh the previous movies that Zack Snyder has made they're they're very grim dark whereas Joss Whedon is known for the more light-hearted comedies like Avengers okay. so I, I I think I don't think Joss Whedon was the, the right choice to finish the movie 
they should have picked someone else who kind of was more in Zack Snyder's style. Probably not. And then the last end point is, uh, great, y'all don't know this, uh, this singer actress, but the uh, uh, singer slash actress Chanel Monet said that says that she wants to play Storm in the upcoming MCU. And I'm all for it, you know, I always want to give people a chance. She's a very beautiful woman and I feel, you know, her playing Storm would be, would be awesome. Like I said, I don't know any other actress that would play her. And it's actually, speaking of another black actress, oh, I forgot to also say this. Um, you know, that woman, they got Ruby Rose. You heard about how Ruby Rose is not being, it's not playing Batwoman Woman anymore? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they got a new I heard act- that people don't like the new casting for whatever reason. I I, I really don't care about the bat. Well, Gervaisa Leslie, I mean, well, other people go, she's a black woman. So you're, you know, you're, you're, you know, you can ask people like, oh, well, she's a black woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, people are going to complain about that. But I think the reason, like I said, I'm, I'm so not gonna watch because I feel still like the show stinks. <laughs> if, if all, I've only heard bad things about it. Yeah, like maybe I don't know if it's gonna. The trailer that was not how Batwoman was done in the comics at all. That's why I mean I was really excited when I heard Batwoman was getting her TV show. I was like Sarah, Sarah, you know you gotta watch the you know watch this trailer with me. And then we saw the trailer and we're like, nah, we're done. We're, we're not gonna, we're not giving this a chance. Yeah, we're not. Like, I think I own two copies of Batwoman's first appearance. Oh, okay. But, no. Yeah. No. That's, that's, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. It's gonna be a no for mm-hmm. me. But, but what's the, what, like, is it just because, like, is the controversy just because she's black or well, was there it, something else? Gonna, you, know, you know how people are going to be like that. It's going to be like, well, she's not black. She's like, there, there are going to be some people that have said that mm-hmm. too, but I don't really know her previous work. Um, I have to look more into it. Obviously, you know, they had a new reveal. And I'm, just, I'm happy to see a black one because what, there wasn't really any, like, anything that says that Batwoman had to be only white because, like, I don't know what her heritage is. Like, if it was, like, you know, Scottish or something like that, I, then I could be like, okay. I don't see a black Scottish person ever doing that, so I can see why her being white, her being black. But um, I, they, she, you don't really know her nationality though, so it's like okay, she can't be, you know, a, all sorts of different races. But I mean, other than that, though, I mean, shall I say the show's not doing well? I don't think it's gonna save it. You know what I mean? It could. Yeah. But yeah. You, you never know. You never know. And before we go, I just I know y'all not y'all don't listen to her at all, but. Um, Summer Walker's EP. I'm gonna say that at the beginning of the, of the recording. Summer Walker's EP, Life on Earth, is out. So I suggest if you like R&B, you know, you watch, you listen to that, and you know, that's all we have for today, man. I want to thank Jesse and Corey for you know stopping by, talking with me on the fourth episode. Are there like any like last thing you guys want to mention or talk about before we get going today, tonight? I had two sandwiches today, RL. F mayo, F mayo. I meant to say F mayo towards the end of it before you said anything. You fucking beat me to it. I had one for lunch, and then Sarah made me sandwich with mayo, turkey, and cheese. Yo, how are you still alive, yo? Like, I'm surprised there's nothing gone. You, nothing is gone. Like, you haven't like had a, uh, you haven't had to use the bathroom like five times. I don't know how you're not even sick right now. Like, I don't know how you eat that disgusting crap. I really don't. I really don't. You know, one of these videos, I'm just gonna pull up, pull out my bottle of squeezed mayo and just squirt it right in my mouth. 
right squeeze. You're, you're, oh. I'm just gonna squirt it right into my mouth right as you're talking. About I will seriously, I will seriously kick you out. I got no problem doing that. I will kick you out. I will kick. Mayo, you. I got no problem doing that. No problem. Mayo is fine, but squeeze mayo is gross. It, it is. It's just in a bottle. I don't know. I, you know, I'm weird about stuff and can have a uh, a, a, a weak stomach and squeeze mayo is just. Uh. Jesse, no, I have in elementary school. Anytime anyone would do anything that could be loosely interpreted as gross, he would throw up. So like, if someone took a sandwich of peanut butter and jelly and kind of mashed it up, Corey would throw up. Yeah, it was. We were it was... on my parents' boat. And my sister had an ice cube in her mouth, and she opened her mouth to talk, and Corey threw up. Yeah, I don't remember that. I remember it. You thought it was spit, but it was an ice cube. Oh. No, I have a, I have a really good story to tell. So, uh, at the comic book store I work at, I, I'm, uh, my, my position there is the head of video games, but, uh, video games aren't like super super profitable for us there so most days they have me doing like uh crap work for magic because magic is the thing that makes us a ton of money there no i'm not complaining i love working on magic anyways but i just it, it is what it is so i'm in the back uh burn the what burn the witch burn the sure no, just continue okay um I'm in the back. I am making bulk lots of, or lots of bulk cards, and basically just a thousand count of cards that aren't worth anything. Uh, and I find a card. It's nine tail white. And this card exists, but foxes are favorite animal, and this card is um, freaking out. And my best friend is my manager there. Her name's Tessa. So I run out of the back room and slam the card down in front of her. And I said, Tessa, why didn't you tell me this was a card that exists? It's my favorite card now. And I am not exaggerating or kidding when I say this. She doesn't even look down at the card. She picks it up, stares directly at me, and rips it in half. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> I was so heartbroken, but that might have been the funniest thing she has ever done to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, back when I worked at Cloud City, Aaron just gave me the cards. Oh no! Like, I I, I have over a hundred copies of Savage Punch because it was a dude punching a bear. That's good. I, I mean, like, do you remember Sigmund? Was Sigmund there when you? Yeah. Were there? Yeah. yeah. Sigmund, like, literally just comes up to me and he's like, hey, I have a stack of magic cards. Do you want them? And I'm like, sure. Because I don't really have a collection of magic cards, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to get more into it now. So mm -hmm. he's just been giving me cards. And, uh, I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. That's funny. Because the reason he gives it before it's it, uh, it it potentially sounds bad. The reason he's giving them to me is because they're all in really horrible condition. Like, not even, like, worse than heavily played, but mm -hmm. I don't care about condition as long as I can read the book. It's a fact. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
Yeah, man. No, I said, I want to say thank you guys for like joining me on this thing. Now, folks, you will see these guys again, not only through a podcast, but play it online. I mean, we both have the same, we all three of us have the same system. I just downloaded Star Wars Battlefront 2, thanks to Jesse. Haven't played it yet, but I think we will play that game online together. And, you know, y'all can see me get my ass kicked on there because I don't know what I'm going to be it's doing. A, it's on PlayStation Plus for anyone who has PlayStation. Yeah. Corey, do you have PlayStation Plus? I do, and I added Star Wars Battlefront 2 to my account, and you will never, ever see me playing that game unless it's playing with you guys. Yeah, I think honestly, I mean, yeah. same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Like honestly, the reason why I got it because if we could be on a team together, that's about it. Like I, I had like no. I wouldn't pay money for it. I, I feel money? dirty. What? I would not pay money for that game. No. I feel the dirty. Only good thing is that the microtransactions were so predatory, the government got involved. Yeah. That was the only good thing that happened from that game existing. Yeah. I feel dirty having that game in my library, but I'm totally like, because I love, I will play games that I hate if it means that I can spend time to pe- with people. I put 100 hours into Maple Story 2, and I kind of hate that game, but I enjoyed spending time with my friends. So I will play that game with you guys, but I hate the fact that it's in my library because I was so so like that was one of two games that I promised myself I would never ever get and the other one was Fallout 76 mm. bro at least you got it for free though so it's not yeah, it's that. for free and it's to spend time with my bros so it's cool but Aww, you do we'll have, we'll have to set up we'll have to set up a, an appointment for that day because I still want to play Mario Kart We'll, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I do, honestly, I do have to get, give a chance for me to actually play it so I can, like, get my hands on it. Because I want to, like, come in and play with you guys. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I'm going to, like, maybe do, like, a couple of matches, like, not recording. Nah, let's just go in blind and just totally suck. You want to do what you really want to do that? Turn yeah, let's tutorials. just go in blind and just be terrible. Turn off tutorials. <laughs> we'll like we'll, we'll root it for one team. We'll, like we'll we will mess up a team stay so bad. Like we don't know what we're doing right now. We're just here to mess around, guys. We're here to piss you guys off. That'll be it. That'll be it. Troll all the. Oh, oh, yeah. Follow the leader with a random are, are, are person. <laughs> because I hate troll. Are we really gonna do this? Are you really gonna do this? <laughs> I mean, I I absolutely will if you guys do, but I will I will be a good boy if you guys are being good boys as well. I vote we do a role play. <laughs> we we okay. do role play, and then yeah. like if we want to do anything, we need to roll to see if we do it or not. <laughs> I I used to play um I used to play this game called like SCP Secret foundation or something i don't know i didn't really care for the game it was just this game where it was like it was kind of like a a evolved where it was like one person plays as a super overpowered monster and then there's two other groups that basically have their own agendas that they need to do to win and uh, they basically they need to avoid the person playing as the monster and the monster wins if he kills all of the other people and 
when we would do it, we just went on, like, my friends and I would go onto random servers and just roleplay the entire time, including if we were the monster. We would, we would roll die, we would, like, say what we're gonna do and then roll the dice to see if we actually do it. So, like, at one point, the monster comes in. I'm the monster, and my friend Schnick is one of the people that I'm about to attack, and he, he's like, well, I'm going to roll to see if I can uh, negotiate with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I completely stopped and did nothing, and he rolled like a 15, and he's like, uh, and he basically told me like, hey, we're good people, leave us alone. And I just, I left. I let him live. <laughs> I think we need to... If it's not in Battlefront, we gotta find a game that we will not get banned for doing that and do that. Yes, All right, okay, absolutely. Okay, okay. Let's let's okay. Let's not role play, but like, oh, I, I hate sound, guys. Let's not role play, but like, let's just all go into the game just blindly, just not know what the hell we're doing. We'll totally just, down when for I that. say role play, I mean like we pretend we actually are the characters. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I know what you mean by that. No, Jesse, I thought you meant that you wanted to uh, ERP at where I'm Jabba the Hutt and you're uh, Princess Leia. Oh. <laughs> or you're, or, or you're that freaking thing that y'all made me on my graduation gift. That freaking <laughs> that disgusting crap. You still have that? You still have it? I think the, the viewers need to see it. It's somewhere, Please tell me you still have it. Bro, it's somewhere oh, in my Google room. Drive. I always print it out. It's somewhere in my room. And I was just grossed right. out. Well, you'll need to find it for the next video. I, I was grossed out. I, I was grossed out. It, okay. it was an abomination. <laughs> it was an affront to God. <laughs> it, I was grossed out. I was grossed out. But anyway, guys, uh, we'll wrap this up for tonight, man. Everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. A little bit longer than usual, but you know what? I don't care. You know what I mean? We're having fun with this thing. If you listen to us all the way through, you're a real one. If you listen to us and stop halfway, that's fine. Hey, so it's regards anyway. So, I mean, Corey and Jesse, the Barrett's Press, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me today. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. I said, we'll do this again next weekend. We'll see what our schedule is. Regardless, I think it's always going to be an episode each week. So that's, that's you know, that's the goal right there. Mm-hmm. That's the, it depends on you know, who I'm going to record with. So anyways, anyways, everybody, I hope you all have a good night. Stay safe from the whole COVID thing because I know it's still, still around us. It's still around us. So I don't want anything happening to you guys. So folks, y'all stay home. Be safe. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care and uh, fuck mayonnaise.